0: Hey everybody, this is Zach.
1: And this is Stuart. This is our third time trying this too, so yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this, this, this works. This... <laughs> um, technology, it's amazing.
0: Oh, I hate it so much, but I love it. Uh,
1: yeah, it's a love-hate relationship
0: it, with technology. It really is. So tonight, um, we're going to be doing a, a revamped version of our nerd fights.
1: Um, dun, dun, dun.
0: Boom boom boom! So... Uh, let's see, in our first round, because, you know, these operate in three rounds, it's first round, second round, and then the third round is the winner of the two respective previous rounds. Yeah,
1: yeah, and we, um, we had previously done this, and we asked for folks' feedback and everything, so keep that feedback coming. Um, it's basically, um, just brackets. Mm -hmm. We end up, um, talking, and it's more along the brackets of, like, popular versus um, who would actually win in a fight yeah um, I know on the previous one we had yeah. to look up some stats just to uh <laughs> to figure out things so so yeah that's that's the whole thing is yeah. it it's it's more of a, um, a a popularity slash uh actual fight fight thing because I do feel like popularity does have a little bit to play in this oh
0: they absolutely do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We wanna we wanna see the winners.
0: Yeah, so um this first one, let's see we're looking at Tyrael from the Diablo franchise. Tyrael? oh,
1: that's a uh uh well, depending on when this comes out, a topical uh, pick <laughs> since Diablo four like came out a week ago.
0: Yeah. And Apparently
1: Oh. oh go ahead. Apparently it's got mixed reviews unfortunately. Yeah, well, I, don't I mean think I'm going
0: to play it to be honest. Um, well,
1: if you do, you can go to um KFC and get a spicy chicken sandwich and then you get that extra XP. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so weird to see like these AAA sort of like games um like push or like push out promo stuff right. at like fast food things. Yep. I don't know. It kind of I don't want to say it cheapens the experience, but I'm not, not going to say
0: it cheapens the experience. I mean, Blizzard I just loves remember... money. What? Blizzard loves their money.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, shoot, they're getting bought out by Microsoft, and hopefully um, Microsoft can uh, can steer this um
0: Oh, I thought they uh, train. nixed that deal.
1: No, um, I. it went through our... Um, it was going through legal stuff because a lot of people were saying it was going to be basically a monopoly. Right. Um, And um, the EU actually um, said, nah, it can go through. Huh. Because um, the United States was um, really kind of fighting and saying, like, no, you know, there's a lot of um, not proprietary stuff, but like a lot of IPs that are going to make this into a monopoly and um so it'll be interesting to see if the united states follows suit with the uh eu's ruling on this thing Hmm. yeah but um but diablo 4 is out and apparently there's a whole i mean they're basically doing the um progress the tree not progress tree the um battle pass thing Which I'm just not a big fan of. I mean, it really just asks you to grind, and if you don't you know, make that battle pass monthly thing, then you lose out on stuff, and it just feels bad. I saw an
0: interesting thread today where someone was saying, oh, yeah, I got to the final boss, went to pee, was gone for less than a minute. Oh, and I dropped my pen. Was gone for less than a minute, and um, he got locked out of his Blizzard account due to inactivity.
1: Mm, that seems pretty extreme because it's I always feel, online. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's probably an outlier since most people, you know, sometimes AFK for about a minute, but um Yeah. But yeah, it does suck that it has to always be connected to the internet. It kind of sucks, sucks that like
0: But also I've seen things where it's like with the um what is it the matched AI um, difficulty it it just seems mm. like they didn't balance their game well if it gets harder and yeah. better or gets worse if you're worse you know
1: yeah and um, a couple of my friends have been playing it and you know how in like diablo 3 if you join up in a team and you beat like a part of the story it counts for everybody
0: mhm
1: well in this version it only counts for the person who's hosting oh, the game oh no so, a friend of mine had to play like this part three times just because, you know, no one. Like, the only person who had been it was the one who was hosting, and then they stopped hosting, and they ended up playing with another friend, and they were like right at that same spot, and he was just like, I'm getting tired of playing this boss over and over and over again. And apparently, the bosses are kind of like Dark Souls bosses, where. Um, you have to like learn their patterns and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're very um, damage spongy and will hit you or K O you in a couple of hits. So. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, but I was never a big fan of Diablo Three, who had Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion was Tyrion. No, Tyrion. Yeah. was Tyrion, the angel, or was the old dude? No, that's Deckard. That's Cain. That that yeah,
0: yeah, Tyrion is the uh, the angel
1: the angel okay
0: yeah so it's tyriel versus mm-hmm. the lady of pain from planescape now
1: i have no
0: idea who that is <laughs> so the lady of i mean pain, lady of pain sounds cool um she's the ruler of planescape which is kind of well, not of planescape of um god what is the name of that world sigil um Which, yes, that Mm -hmm. is actually how it's pronounced. It's not pronounced sigil like I thought it was, like the actual word is pronounced. Um, Oh, yeah? This was verified by Christopher Perkins at d Is Apparently it's called Sigil.
1: (laughs) And is Planescape the one where you're on a ship? No, that's Spelljammer you're you're thinking of. uh, Yeah, Planescape is...
0: so, like, Sigil is a city that that works as kind of the hub of all of the multi- multiverses, and the Lady of Pain is a character that has achieved godhood because enough people believe that she is a god.
1: Okay, yeah. so she's standard su- god stuff.
0: Yeah, so she's super, super powerful. Um, I don't know. I think my vote's going to go after Lady of Pain.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, she's a literal god, and this dude's, like, an angel. We do see him get beaten at the beginning of Diablo 3, if
0: I remember. Yeah, he does. Um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think he gets beaten by, like, he doesn't even get beaten by Diablo himself. He gets beaten by, like, one of Diablo's henchmen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and Lady of Pain, you said that she's, like, god and a ruler of this particular place
0: yes she's the ruler of the linchpin of the entire multiverse
1: yeah <laughs> i would probably go with <laughs> her as well just because i feel like tyriel kind of a
0: okay
1: yeah i mean tyriel was an angel and did have some powers but like i i think you get s- as strong as tyriel and the um I think Diablo three again
0: because he can't like do what you're doing on his own but you can do what you're doing he without does help him yeah yeah <laughs> because doesn't he join up with you at one
1: point again I played Diablo for or Diablo three for a little bit but then um yeah kind of fell off of it
0: yeah he he, a, he helps some but it's like cutscene help like he's like uh, I will hold off these guys you do your thing and it's like okay that's convenient. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I'll I'll go with um Lady of Pain as well. So, she can pass on to the next round.
0: Okay. Uh so next or er, round 2 uh mm-hmm. is Commander Shepard from Mass Effect
1: Ver- oh. Oh, okay. versus Blue did, Ranger Did you hear about Did you hear about the uh Mass Effect statue? No, no. Hole. What's going on? Uh, So there was a a mass effect. So they made a, like, uh, a figurine, sort of like, you know, one of the larger, like, figurines and stuff like that. Okay. That you can, you know, display. Um, But it's Commander Shepard. It's Lady Commander Shepard. Okay. um, Dead. Like, like, laid out, like, dead. Like, you know, completely vertical, like, floating in space. Okay. Okay. And a lot of people were like, w- why would we want to, like, buy a figurine of our favorite character, Dead? But the other thing is, like, she's in this, like, very skin-tight, like, black, like, body suit. Oh,
0: that's gross.
1: And the way that she's, like, laying on her back. It's, and like, sexualized? Her... Yeah, ah. yeah. And they were like, "It's a conversation starter." And yeah, the conversation starter like,
0: is, "Why do you want this dead sexy lady in your living room?"
1: <laughs> Why are you putting <laughs> that on your mantle? So apparently, the um, the people I forget who actually um, make Mass Effect, but uh, uh, BioWare, they, they I think? Yeah, yeah, Bioware, uh, they uh, issued an apology saying, "Sorry, <laughs> we didn't think this one through." <laughs> So they, they took it down. That but, is um, so
0: much garbage. Like especially. Well, and the didn't... thing is,
1: like, it wasn't. It wasn't just like because you know, uh, Master or I want to say Master Chief, but um, Commander Shepard. You could have Lady Commander Shepard or male Commander Shepard. Right. But they only did Lady Commander Shepard. So right. it's like,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> and you you know, uh, in a sexy dead pose, what? with her arch bat and her legs like kind of spread out that and you're like so uh. bizarre. <laughs> in this like super tight like bodysuit <laughs> where you can see everything feels like I got nothing feels like I'm wearing nothing at all damn you sexy
0: flanders
1: that is um, such a yeah. weird
0: decision to make with people's favorite <laughs> character is like hey let's make them sexy and also dead
1: well, I mean, this is a unique thing. I haven't seen a a figurine where... Because usually, yeah, with the figurines, they're usually, like, provocative. Yeah, and they're pretty cheesy, like, yeah. Yeah, especially with, like, the anime culture. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of, like, that. But, yeah, this, this just seemed in real poor taste, and they realized, oh, we we kind of missed up on this one, so they they uh, apologized and took it off the shop. So
0: Well, have you seen the So statues? I'm sorry for
1: all those people who, you know, were really hoping to get a uh, dead commander, shepherd, <laughs> sexy um, figurine.
0: Yeah.
1: For that conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you were saying something oh, yeah. to cut you off.
0: Yeah, no, did you... Um, have you seen the statue of... Uh, someone has taken Thanos and put him in a g-string and like head down, ass up, like dancing. No, no. It, I'll, I'll Did somebody you. like
1: three three D print this or something? Um,
0: I mean, there's pictures of it being painted and put on a shelf somewhere in like Thailand mean, or something. And, so and, like, I and don't and know. That's if it's... okay.
1: <laughs> that's okay if you're making it. If you're spending the effort and labor and materials to make this go for it you know all power to you you're not like trying to make a profit off of this but like you know when a company is trying to like push their stuff in a very weird way then yeah yeah, then it's like what are you thinking oh no
0: this Thanos statue is 100% like IP infringing this is something that someone made up and like Disney keeps shutting down I really want to find an instance of it so I can get one (laughs) super hilarious good luck
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. But, but yeah. um, yeah, so, um, versus the Blue Ranger?
0: Yeah, Blue Ranger from Power Rangers.
1: Which which Power Rangers? The original the Power originals.
0: Rangers? Yeah, yeah.
1: So we're talking about Billy mm-hmm.
0: the Nerd. Yeah, the uh, Billy, Billy the Nerd. I, the honestly, nerd. I gotta go with Billy,
1: but... Really? You're going to go with Billy?
0: I mean... I played the first He doesn't game. even
1: have the other Power Rangers. He's just in his Triceratops.
0: Yeah, but Counterpoint He's a teenager. But Counterpoint Mass Effect is not a fun game.
1: I I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. Maybe if it was all the Power Rangers, but
0: like Billy like do you remember Billy's weapon? Uh it's it's a knife that's a flute, right? Or no, that's the Green Ranger. Nope. Uh, does he have, like, the spear or the pole arm? Nope. What what weapon what, what does he have?
1: It was super lame.
0: Was, was it a bag full of pennies?
1: <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was a bag full of pennies. Uh, no, they had the um, little, like, pew-pew gun thingies. Yeah. Those, like, side gun
0: things? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he didn't actually, like, have a cool-ass weapon. (laughs) He just has his little, like, pew-pew gun. (laughs) So it wasn't even, like, the time where they had those, like, cool weapons of, like, a staff or, you know, something (laughs) along those lines. They just had, like, those guns.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure... Now I'm going to have to look this up. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I I don't see anything. Oh no, no, he did. He had the um little like um staff thingy. Yeah, I yeah,
0: knew that's what happened. Yeah, I so
1: it was the the, the, the <laughs> trident staff thing that could split apart. I was incorrect. <laughs> but still, like that's such a lame weapon. And like massive our um Commander Shepard has lived through like three games, um has like all sorts of different like arsenal of weapons. Has like all of the um negotiation and combat training skill. Yeah, Like he also had like a bunch of like um you could like mod his uh his loadout and everything. He had a cool little like backpack too. Power lens. <laughs> That's what it was. Billy had a power lens. I'm I'm going to have to go with Commander Shepard on this one. Okay. I feel like Billy by himself like if Billy had his team with him, where they could form that like you know, crazy like gun or if they could like form the actual like Megazorg. Maybe, but like Commander Shepard, I feel like has like years of experience. Where Billy's just like meh. But that's just my personal opinion.
0: Um. Okay. No. I mean, I can I can go with that. I mean, because right. Shepard is a uh, is a veteran of several world of things. I just I never really liked playing those Mass Effect games. I know everyone loves them. Um, Yeah, I I mean, and I,
1: I can understand that, but like, come on, Billy's like, (laughs) what in high school? Like, Billy doesn't have that kind of experience. Yeah, no. Has 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 Billy ever killed
0: anybody? Uh, I mean, I would argue that the Power Rangers have killed lots of people, and that we just don't see that.
1: (laughs) True. I mean,
0: they do fight. They
1: do. Hit into some buildings and stuff like that. (laughs) So, although
0: it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you know, they used to uh, for like firing squads, they would randomly give one of the people a, um,
1: yeah, so no one has that live
0: round. So no one person has that. But like, come on, you're giving a a a professional soldier blanks, and then one round that works. I think they know which one (laughs) is the one that
1: fired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I would have to go with a with a Commander Shepard.
0: Okay, well, uh, for our round three, then that makes it the Lady of Pain, a god at the center of the multiverse, versus Commander Shepard.
1: Yeah, it, does Commander Shepard at least have his crew?
0: I mean, maybe, but and his also, ship? doesn't Commander Shepard legit just die because they crash a, a ship? I think
1: yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to like fight against the
0: god Yeah.
1: I feel like that was kind of um, a a, a uh, cheat
0: pull. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, um, I'm sure in the uh, the 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 final like championship, if if you concede that the literal Lady of Pain will, would defeat the mortal Commander Shepard. <laughs> that in yeah the end, no the, i the end game like she could very easily be wiped off the map
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah i i mean it's hard to fight a god yeah. um <laughs> i'm going to have to do more research on this lady of Bane if she's getting into the um final
0: oh I don't know, well um you know later poll. this year i think by the end of this year I think it's one of the last sets for 5th edition proper. Um, They're putting out the Planescape box set. Oh, cool. And she's going to focus heavily in it.
1: On it? Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah, so when are they, um, um, I guess, curtailing 5th edition?
0: Uh, Well, it's it's not going to be a curtail so much as, like, an update with, like, errata. Yeah. so my understanding is that
1: because d and d one or right is that the, that's the new d and d one
0: yeah they're so they've pivoted from that to like that was just kind of like their um uh what's it called like code word just i guess name for yeah. for it kind of like fourth editions or fifth editions originally was uh I think it was the flywheel
1: D&D Next.
0: Oh, oh yeah, the public one was yeah D&D Next. Um yeah, yeah that's a better example actually. <laughs> um, but um yeah, no they they've pivoted to just referring to it as D&D 2024. Um, oh, so they just add in Yeah, it's kind of It's just been kind of tweaked and revamped and balanced a little bit more like like you'd expect after 11 years of play yeah
1: yeah where people find like the loopholes that you don't realize that you've made and everything so yeah Yeah.
0: so it should all be backwards compatible they say um cool it's just the new player's handbooks i think are probably going to be a little bit more beefy and they're probably going to jack up the price on them um
1: yeah, it looks yeah like, Wizards of the Coast does
0: love money. Well, and it also, like, there's rumors that I've seen where instead of doing... Because, you know, they've always done Player's Handbook, Monster Manual, uh, Dungeon Master Guide. Um, yeah, because those just,
1: are like the three core.
0: Yeah, that's, that's just from the very beginning. Like, it's the three core books. Um, so what they're doing now is the rumor is at least is that they're going to have a larger player's handbook with more races more subclasses all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and then they're going to put the um dungeon master's guide and the monster manual in one volume so it's like two very comparably sized books at a similar place
1: That should be nice. Yeah. Uh, It means that you don't have to carry around three books. You can only carry around two.
0: I mean, it'll take up the same space, to be honest. Still, (laughs) but,
1: you know, there have been many a times when, like, I've played D&D and I've only grabbed two books and I realized, oh, crap, I left my monster manual at home or, you know, the Dungeon Master's Guide.
0: Well, that's why you always make sure there's more than one person who has run a game yeah group, yeah just because in then case you can you... show up and be like hey do you have your dmg on you <laughs> yeah can i borrow that for a second yeah. <laughs> for a hot minute um yeah okay well so with that since it sounds like the the lady of pain won right uh-huh yeah okay. i'll give
1: stewart's stamp of approval okay on on the lady of pain <laughs> respectively
0: um well so with that because do of... you want to talk about mini knees? Shaw. Sure. okay so i've got four two of them hmm. are two movies two uh shows that i wrapped up
1: oh cool yeah i've got uh, three um two games and an activity
0: oh, okay gotcha um so did you want me to go first or
1: yeah sure
0: okay so the first of the two movies that i watched mm-hmm. um probably one of the worst movies i've ever seen um Ooh, jurassic you've seen a lot of bad movies i have this one is jurassic world dominion
1: is this part of the jurassic park
0: series thing yeah i guess this is the seventh one okay yeah no sixth, sixth one i think hmm. um yeah it's just there's so many unbelievable like in a movie that's about vampires, uh, not vampires, about dinosaurs.
1: Dinosaurs? I mean <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was, <laughs> if there was some like vampires in it.
0: Yeah, well in, in a movie about dinosaurs walking the earth in an amusement park um, it, that's the 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 least of the least believable thing mm. <laughs> in it um like i i don't know in what world with all of these failed attempts any government in the world would let any semblance of this corporation build um another version of this park with the and these in same the park, yeah. and the, like i i understand like now in the timeline the dinosaurs are out and people just kind of have to coexist with dinosaurs just in the wild like that's what's happened in the world oh like, can you imagine like like so i leave like for going work. camping
1: and being like oh well hopefully no uh velociraptors eat me while i'm camping well, like, in the north georgia mountains or something
0: yeah like i get up pretty early for work like it, it's some some days it's so dark outside when i'm walking to my car f- through my garage right and it's like I don't know if I'm going to live in a world where, like, there's a reasonable chance that I could get attacked by a velociraptor <laughs> while yes. walking to my car. Or
1: of like, the <laughs> pter- n- not, yeah, pterodactyls, like, yeah. pick you up and just, like, take you away.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, that's Being a like, hellscape. Like, what are you talking about? Why are we doing this movie? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And I,
1: I, yeah, you'd think that, like, I don't know. People would just start like hunting these dinosaurs.
0: Well, and it's it's funny. Like, I mean,
1: dinosaurs aren't bulletproof.
0: I well, like in one of my criticisms of this movie too is the same one that I had for the previous one in the series. Like, I only watched this because it was on Prime, and I was like, "Well, fuck it, I may as well." <laughs> do I mean, this. your time's valuable. Is it <laughs> <laughs> okay? Um, but yeah, no, I um like there's just way too much just random wanton violence against fake cg animals for my comfort Mm -hmm. like and i don't know what audience that's for i don't know if it's for um like foreign audiences or what because i I know that these movies just like transformers like make most of their money abroad um Mm
1: -hmm. yeah which i wonder why like i guess
0: well, like, you don't have to worry about so much localization. Like, people are there for the spectacle. Like, they just want to see the big boom-booms and the roar-roars, right? Yeah. Um, it, so you don't have to worry about, like, accurate translation. Um, like, it's easier to sell something like that than it is, like, an intense family drama on, like, the process of grieving a loved one. Like, things like that yeah
1: um it's like look at these cool cgi dinosaurs that we made
0: yeah like you don't have to understand anything this one's about a like, mutated one the culture that it's coming from or anything it's just like yeah hey this this is a big fucking robot punching a dinosaur in the mouth give me money please <laughs> right? oh there were robots? no there's no robots in it. i like oh, that okay. that was just a like yeah like an example of like pacific rim doing so well abroad oh, okay um okay. So yeah, like I know that they they make a lot of their money um, overseas, but like just the level of fake animal cruelty, it's like this is this just seems weird because you know like I had the same criticism of Monster Hunter too, which made most of its money in China. Like I, oh yeah, I don't know. If, is it like just a, a difference in culture where it's like yes, I, I want to see this animal fully experience its death. Like I I I don't. Like, that's obviously a gross overgeneralization, but yeah, it's just weird that the ones that tend to do better abroad also have some component of, like, like unnecessary cruelty, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. I don't know. It's just very weird to me. (laughs) Wait, you sat through it and watched it all? Yeah, I mean, I skipped through most of the animal scenes because the animal scenes are extended and there's no... Like, I can keep up with... Story. Yeah, like, yeah. I can keep up with the, the like, 1x scroll through of, like... Oh, okay, they're running to this room. Oh, uh-oh, it looks like that door's locked. Oh, good, there's a, uh, a ventilation system in the ceiling or underneath the door that they can go through instead. Great. Dinosaur can't sounds, get him out. <laughs>
1: sounds... very, very familiar to all of the uh, Jurassic Parks.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, the action scenes are hey. not... But also... Like, I feel like they could have cut, like, 30 to 40 minutes out of this movie mm, very
1: easily. Yeah. Like,
0: they could have combined characters and had, had certain characters replaced with other ones, and it would have been the same thing. Um, hmm. So, yeah, it's just kind of a bummer, because I remember as a kid really, really liking the, the first two, at least, um, Jurassic Parks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they just have to come up with some new ideas. You know, you can't keep on digging up old, um, old material <laughs> and trying to redo it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, the, uh, the other movie that I watched, though, is a uh, kind of an old one called Bruce Point Blank. Um,
1: ah, that sounds familiar.
0: So it's the movie where John Cusack is a professional hitman, and he goes back to his 10-year reunion. Hmm. While he mm-hmm. has a contract out on his head, um, so mm-hmm. he's having to like duck other professional hitmen because he wants to get out of the game.
1: Oh, huh. like, it's really funny. I mean, so sounds interesting. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: it is a con- so like yeah. The 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 way it works is that, um, is that yeah. He's so John Cusack is the hitman. Joan Cusack, the guy's real life sister, plays his secretary in it. Mm-hmm. Um and less secretary more manager like she keeps all of his like accounts and stuff current right um but he's trying to get trying to be recruited by a guy played by Dan Aykroyd and he's like no I'm I'm out of the game I I don't want to join your little syndicate because he like basically Dan Aykroyd's character is trying to unionize all of the hitmen
1: oh that's cool right so
0: (laughs) I mean solidarity there I guess but um yeah john cusack's like no no thanks um not i guess not telling him that he's trying to get out so this guy thinks oh he's just a scab he doesn't want to pay the dues or whatever so i'm just going to call in everyone else who's agreed to join it and have them kill him (laughs) um so yeah like it's oh well it too it's also kind of funny i looked up apparently he was like just in his 30s when he did this movie he does not look it he looks like he's like well into his 30s because i guess people from way back age differently (laughs) but like when i was watching it i was like you were shitting me you're trying to make me believe that john cusack in this movie is 10 years out of high school and i look it up and it's like okay, well, I mean, I guess he was, like, 31 or whatever when he was filming this. So I guess it's not unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's the weirdest rom-com I've seen because there's also a rom-com element where, um, like, the girl that he ditched on prom night is, um, like, his love interest. And, like, she stayed in the town and she, like... Because after... um, like, he didn't show up to graduation, or maybe he, he, after graduation, just, like, skipped town, and it turns out, like, yeah, he joined the army, um, unbeknownst to everyone, and they enrolled him in some weird secret, like, CIA murder program, and, the, like, that's that's how he got his skills, and how he became a professional. Ah, um, uh, it's always a CIA. Yeah, yeah. it's always a CIA. Hmm. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I highly recommend it. Even though I just like spoiled that movie, but like, <laughs> um, it's funny. I mean, it's like an hour and a half because it's a it's a rom com from like 1995, I think. Hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, it's funny. I I and and I kind of feel bad because he was at DragonCon one year, um, where oh, neat. Like, he was in the, uh, I think it was it was on a Saturday, because my wife and I were going, looking through um, where all the, the like, halt, the Walk of Fame is to, to get another um, celebrity's autograph. And yeah. he was just kind of, like, sitting at his booth, and, like, no one was there. And I was just like, man, that is so sad that John Cusack can't get any signatures at a... You think a that, job. like... Well... Okay, so I say that, but I so I saw that there, and then we were talking. Fairly big name. Yeah, he's he's a huge name, and I was like, wow, that's super sad, right? So I'm talking later in the day with someone who actually got his signature that day, and she was Mm. saying, oh, you must have got there real early because there was like a three hour line. Yeah. To get his yeah, that's (laughs) because she waited in that line and got his. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you should have uh, pounced on that. Yeah, we like, should ah, have. We... But
0: I was like, well, uh, I I want to catch the sign. I bet it cost money too. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure he charged like a hundred dollars a signature, probably. Gosh. Which that would be great to be famous enough to to charge. Yeah, just to charge just money to sign signature. things. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. <laughs>
1: and take a picture with somebody. Be like, hey, hey. yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> So yeah, those were my first two things. What What about you? Nice.
1: So I got two games that um, I ended up playing. Um, so one is a little bit more lighthearted. Um, it's called Friends versus Friends. So it's a um, sort of a first person shooter arena. So you're you're one on one. This game just recently came out, so okay. there's only three arenas. Um, there's like the rooftop, the um, Oh, maybe there's four. No, there's only three. The rooftop, the um, theater, and then um, on, like, the highway between, like, a couple cars. Mm. But basically, you're just trying to eliminate the other player. The kicker, though, is you have a deck of cards. So you have um, cards that will give you, like, perks and um, weapons, Hmm. And um, you basically create this, like, um, 24-card deck. And at the beginning of each round, because it's the best out um, best five, so you have to win three games. But each round, you draw up, I think you draw four cards per round, and you get to keep any cards that you didn't use. One of the cards might be, like, make the opponent's head bigger so you can get more headshots and do oh. more damage. Or, DK you move. know...
0: What? DK mode.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or another one is like, because everybody starts off with like a a normal like pistol, there's a card that's like um, a revolver, which you know only has six shots but does a lot more damage. Hmm. Um, Another one is like you can poison the enemy. Um, There's trap cards, so you can play a trap card uh, that will negate um, the other player's uh, card, the next card that they play. Or it's like a ninja where if they shoot you, um, you disappear into a log and move away. Um, so it's it's interesting because like you have to be very like strategic on like what cards you want to use. And you know there's the cards that are like proximity mine or sticky mine or like a bomb or something like that, um, or like smoke. So you can do some aerial denial stuff. Um, there's even a card that like you can put down a turret and everything. Um... But the games are really fast. Um, the art style is very much like that cell shading kind of art style. Um, the characters, you can play all sef- different characters. They're all animomorphic, um, or, yeah, animomorphic animals?
0: An- anthropomorphic?
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the word I was trying to stumble upon. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's very... Um, cutesy and kind of light-hearted um, and then as you play um, you gain levels you get like you know the currency and stuff and you can um, buy booster packs and get new cards or upgrade your previous cards oh. um, again the games only like I think it's like nine dollars um, there are no microtransactions. You know, you can't, like, it's not a pay-to-win sort of thing where you can buy more cards. It's very much just, like, you play the game, and the game will reward you with, uh, like, quests and uh, money, like, in-game money. Yeah. That you can uh, purchase, like, packs and stuff like that. Huh. Um, and it's very, like, the levels, you know, there are only three levels, so they can kind of get a little same, samey. Sure. But the levels are very well-designed. Where, um, it it feels like there's a lot of, like, things you can hide behind. There's a lot of, like, movement options. Because some of the cards will let you, like, double jump or, like, go faster. Which will allow you to, like, you know, jump over a crevice that you might not be able to jump over. And get, like, the surprise on somebody. So, I've been having fun with it. Um... Again, it's it's more of just like a, um, uh, like a chip-based game almost, like potato chips, where you play a couple rounds. You're like, ah, that's fun. You put it down. You know, maybe a weekend. You're like, ah, let me play some more, and huh, you play a okay. little bit more. Um, you know, it's it's a very lighthearted game that like you don't have to invest too much time. It's not like you're you know, going through and trying to like piece out a puzzle or repeatedly bash your head against the wall. Right. Which leads me to my second game, oh. which <laughs> is basically, um... It's, it's freaking hard. So, it's called Fear and Hunger. Um, this is a um, an RPG, a JRPG. Um, it's very... Uh, so, it was made in... Um, um, somebody actually made it in Russia uh, in RPG Maker. Oh. So, yeah, and it's only like $7. But it is a really hard game.
0: Huh, okay. Um,
1: a lot of the mechanics aren't explained. Um, like, I didn't know a lot of things until I like had to look them up. Um, there are very... There's a lot of states... Where you um, basically just die. A lot of the enemies can like one hit KO you.
0: That'll um, teach you for exploring in your exploration game.
1: Yeah, and and but the game is is very macabre and um, boy are there a bunch of dicks in it too. There's just like a big old ogre that's like, you know, using his gotta, penis as a club. No, well, just, like, walking around with, like, a very small, like, uh, loincloth and dicks just out there waving. And, um, the thing is, you can attack, um, different, like, limbs and stuff like that. So, you know, you can use your imagination. But, um, (laughs) but, but, yeah, like, your character, you have also a, a sanity, um, you have a hunger that you have to manage, um, your your arms can get broken uh one of my characters got her arm i found this little kid and uh her arm got infected so i had to like cut it off um it's and you like it's like these old gods that you're trying to like it's interesting because you have like four characters that you can play through you can play um the knight and there's like I believe this person who made this um, was a big uh, fan of Berserk because there's a lot of like um, references that I can see a Berserk of like mm-hmm. gods and like just the bleak world it definitely has that kind of um, vibe to it
0: mm-hmm. but yeah you can play
1: a knight you can play like this thief you can play um, a, like, kind of barbarian um, raider uh, person or this necromancer. And each of the characters have kind of their own unique, like, backstory and everything. And, um, yeah, and, e- and if you, there's, like, a um, coin flip mechanic. Right. So even if you want to save the game, you have to, like, win a coin flip to save the game. And if you fuck up, like, if you don't win that flip, then you don't get to save the game, which is kind of a little bit bullshitty. (laughs) Um, Because it's very much like, yeah, you want to save the game, and then once you save the game, I find just, like, exploring until you die, and then you're like, okay, I gained some knowledge. Let me explore around some more. Because, um... Just even most of the fights are so brutal. Like, you might win the fight, but, like, your characters are just going to be completely wrecked. And um, item management is very um, scarce in this game. Like, you don't hmm. really get that many healing items. You get a lot of, like, random stuff hmm. um, that you can use in multiple things. Like, I found a stick and, like, raw meat, and I was finding some dogs, and I realized that I could, like, Give them the raw meat just to like peace on out. <laughs> so, so it's it's fun
0: ish, okay.
1: Um, it's fun in a frustrating way. Um, it's fun just to kind of explore around. Um, it, what really gets me is the um, the world, the world building. Um, it's very interesting. I do, you know, I'm a fan of Berserk, um, and I feel like it's heavily influenced by Berserk. It's got that kind of like bleak, like just um, uh, bleak vibe to it. Um, but, but yeah, I it, again. The combat is very um, JRPG where you basically line up your characters, you input their um, attacks, they execute their attacks, and then the monster goes. So if you're not a big fan of that kind of like RPG, I don't think this game is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, also if you know you get easily frustrated at games, I can see somebody like trying this for like an hour and just being like, "Okay, this game's just fucking with me." I mean, I can't like <laughs> get past a lot of these bosses be- or not bosses, these enemies because they're one-hit KOing me. Fuck this game. I'm putting it down and never coming back to it. I could see that as well. Um, You know, and there was a point where, like, I couldn't figure out what I needed to do, and that's when I, like, looked up a guide just because I was like, I'm not going to repeatedly, like, you know, put my head against this wall. So um, I would recommend... And there's also, um, like, non-spoiler guides out there because apparently this game has become popular. This game was made back in, like... 2018,
0: 2019
1: and it was like kind of under the radar but um
0: Hey Among Us had the same story What? Among Us had the same story Oh yeah. right?
1: yeah.
0: I did not know Yeah like it was, it was released like two or three years before and then it, it uh, kind of got popular during the pandemic uh, on Twitch mm. Mm.
1: Yeah I actually um, found out about this game because one of, uh, I, I'm i sub Not subscribed. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm subscribed to a YouTuber called, um, Super Eye Patch Wolf. Hmm. And, um, he did a fantastic, um, and, and if you're curious about this game, I would highly recommend going to his channel and looking up his, um, his kind of, um, I guess, synopsis of the game. Okay. Um, but I watched his video, and his video was a very, like, non-spoilery video and it kind of prepared me to like what the game was going to be so i knew going in that was going to be like a very difficult game but like uh, i didn't think it was going to be this difficult um but he does a fantastic um way of describing the game so that's kind of what piqued my interest and after i watched that video i ended up getting the game because the game again is only seven dollars on steam so yeah so it's it's um I mean, it's been an interesting journey. Um, apparently there are like multiple endings to it. I haven't gotten to any of the endings yet. Um, I think they're spread out throughout the uh different characters and everything. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see if I uh if I come back at uh, on another one of these Mimi me, me, Mes and be like, I beat it. I got ending <sighs> Because apparently they'll tell you like they'll be like ending like three out of you know ten or something. So I'll say which ending I got.
0: Wow! How so? Are there legitimately ten endings?
1: Uh no, I think there's only nine endings.
0: Oh, but uh, only only nine only, endings to yeah. this video game. <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. Wow, that's really yeah. awesome though to be able to put yeah. I mean, together like and and it video. was only
1: like one person who made this you know in rpg maker and um yeah i mean again like the ingenuity and like the um the vision that some people have it's it's amazing i'm glad that this person's like making making money off of this
0: yeah i mean especially
1: because i think they're a russian are they from russia i don't know
0: well um i mean i've i've tried to Cludge together stuff in rpg maker but granted this was on the playstation one on that rpg maker that came oh like, yeah as a disc on the game like i think i got maybe nine or ten screens in and was just like this is fucking miserable like i'm sure on a computer yeah. it's much easier um yeah but i'm
1: sure it's still miserable it's,
0: it's still probably very slow and like methodical
1: yeah you really have to just like have that labor of love
0: yeah well cool yeah so those are
1: the two games that i've been playing
0: well um so the two shows that i finally wrapped up um so one of them is a longer run um well, i say longer it's like 30 episodes um it feels like it drags a little so it feels longer um Mm -hmm. but one of them is the uh the show lost in space that was on netflix um I don't know if you know this about me, but I dearly love the old Lost in Space television show and also the old movie that came out.
1: <laughs> I did not know.
0: Um, Lost in
1: Space, yeah. That, that was with, like, the kid and the robot? Yes. And the old guy? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, so it's it's a very kind of outdated type of sci-fi because, like... like th- so the original show was shown to me by my granddad and also my dad um Mm -hmm. and you have to keep in mind like this is sci-fi from kind of like old old like ray bradbury and isaac asimov where it's like these people were writing about space exploration before we were like on the moon yeah like this is a show that that came out before like the apollo missions were even started um so, like, it's it's just, it's a weird different type of sci-fi where it's just, like, scanning the planet, breathable atmosphere. Okay, we're just going to walk around on this set. Like, it's obviously yes. a set that they're on. But, like, so the newer one, um, I'm surprised that Netflix did an updated version of Lost in Space, especially since that movie that came out in the late 90s flopped so hard. Oh, um, yeah. I thought oh, it yeah. was really good. Yeah, like, it had, um, let's see, it had William Hurt, Heather Graham... I think Diane Lane, Gary Oldman was in there. I think oh gosh, he was, yeah. was um, uh, um, Doctor Smith in there. Mm-hmm. But so this show, the only person that's really recognized or was really recognizable to me um, was the uh, villain is is uh, Doctor Smith. It was played by um, Parker Posey. Hmm. everyone else is so like they've updated it to be more realistic in terms of like what an expedition would be right yeah so like the dad instead of being a navigator he's like a combination of the soldier and and the scientist like he's a hundred percent like or he he's not that he's a hundred percent like I am a mission commander and I am like a special forces type guy <laughs> right for surviving in extreme uh, environments yeah um Hmm. the thing that they did with the robot is really really cool and you find out what this is like two episodes in so i'm I'm so it's not spoilers yeah i'm not going to spoil it too much but like instead of being a thing that they brought with them it's uh it's it's an alien life form
1: like oh that's cool they
0: crash land on this strange planet and one of the kids gets separated uh or will get separated because he, he's actually bonded to the robot, and they kind mm-hmm. of mutually save each other from uh, an environmental thing that's happening. And so, um, like, that's why this robot is bonded to him. Um, oh, cool. Rather than just being this, like, nanny, like, nanny bot.
1: Yeah. Almost. <laughs> Basically like Rosie from The Jetsons. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's really cool. I really recommend it. Um, I will warn people, it's, like, it's complete now like netflix canceled it because that's what they do when shows hit 30 episodes um oh they just
1: canceled it all together they're like
0: well you done so it's, you done son so it, it has to do with how they exploit writers um like this is one of the reasons that you know the the writer strike is ha- at least at time of recording the writer strike is going on mm-hmm. um hopefully it will be wrapped up by the time this comes out because (laughs) they've been on strike since early may um but but really it's the streamers that are avoiding paying writers what they're asking for because like and all what they're asking for basically is um for them to share their numbers because writers also get residuals in any other format other than on streaming shows um, like, they hmm. get residuals, but it's done differently because all of them are very private with how many um, reruns it had. Like, you saw, um, like, people left and right during the pandemic going, yeah, this is, like, the fifth time I've watched The Office. And it's like, none of those writers got paid for any of those viewings.
1: Yeah. Like they normally sucks. would
0: have. Because you can just endlessly replay it. Um, yeah. Yeah so like i i don't know what they're asking for in terms of that other than maybe some more transparency um because that's a little bit harder to control but like some of the things they're asking for is like don't use small riders rooms where you know you have like four people banging out an entire season of stuff in two weeks Um, doing free rewrites and they don't want people to use or producers to like use AI to put together scripts that they only hire writers to polish yeah because then it doesn't meet like the minimum threshold for what a writer needs to do to get residuals right Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the reasons that Netflix has shows that typically a season is less than 13 episodes if not like exactly 13 episodes is cuz it it's the lower amount of money they have to pay people. Um, I and I did not know that. If it's yeah. over 30 episodes, it bumps up the rate again. So usually the by the third season like Netflix will cancel it unless it's like like Gangbusters like if it's like a Stranger Things or a Witcher, like they'll mm-hmm. keep that shit on.
1: They'll just keep on going, yeah.
0: Yeah, because, like, it, it, it's worth it to them at that point. But also, I mean, maybe not, because The Witcher, I think those seasons are only, like, six or eight episodes. Ah. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of fuckery wow. going on. And apparently, like, Netflix is, like, all of the, the streamers are, from from what I've been reading, all of the streamers are, like, negotiating, like, as a front, right? Or, well, that's really the problem is that they're not negotiating. Um but um apparently Netflix is like the biggest one that's like stomping its feet and refusing to negotiate as a group. So hmm. Hmm. I don't know, I don't know what what that bodes for the future, but um, yeah, so so my next few episodes worth are probably going to be things that I've wrapped up on Netflix because i'm I'm not really in the mood to continue with it just because of how shitty yeah. they're being. Um, you're
1: going to cancel your subscription.
0: Yeah, I think so. That that's more and more how I'm leaning. Like, I yeah, I would like to see how The Witcher and How Stranger Things wraps up, but like I, I
1: Pirate Bay. Uh
0: yeah, like I don't know well <laughs> Pirate Bay is just feds trying to catch you for streaming. <laughs> um, is it? No, no, I I, I get your point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no the, the um yeah, I don't know that like you know they're they're just being really kind of shitty, just generally. Yeah. And it's like I don't know morally if that's something that I want to necessarily support. So um, that leads me to the other show that I wrapped up called Devil in Ohio. That's also a Netflix show. Um, hmm. It got canceled after one season of like eight episodes, but it's generally about a family that um, takes in a girl from a uh, like as a foster family. Um, mm-hmm. Who was in a cult type situation, and like the Ooh. story of her kind of like detransitioning from like cult mindset, and like going back to it at one point, point. Um, and like That's like interesting. the the deep like psychological hold that that comes into play when when you have someone who's who's like in a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I recommend that. Um, it's actually really well written and Netflix should pay their writers for it.
1: Well, there you go, yeah. <laughs> so that wraps
0: me up for this week. How about you? Uh,
1: so, the last thing I did is I went um, camping. I went to a festival, which was a lot of fun. Um, I, so, with this festival, it was kind of like a, uh, fire festival and everything. It's, um, something that I tried to, to do, um, twice a year. Um it uh if you are in the uh, vein of camping and a lot of people aren't in the vein of camping. Like I understand that. Yeah. It is a lot to like ask somebody to like travel uh, this thing was about like 4 hours away. It was over in Tennessee. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a bit of a drive, but it wasn't like too too bad. Um, It was kind of, like, near um, Chattanooga, Mm. in that kind of vein. But, um, yeah, it it was a a fantastic festival with, like, music, with, like, art, with a lot of, like, performances and stuff like that. There were a lot of, like, aerial stuff, so that was what I was really interested in. And um, it was a festival that happened from um, Thursday to, uh, well, technically Monday, but... There was a lot of, like, bad weather that was supposed to be reported on Sunday. And actually, a a tornado didn't hit near, but, like, was, like, 100 miles away. So, Um, yeah, so I ended up just packing up early on Sunday and leaving. Because if anyone's packed up their camping supplies during the rain, they know that it sucks. Yeah. But it was nice just to kind of, like get out of the city, kind of get out of that whole, like, mindset that, you know, that grind mindset and just kind of, like, be around a lot of like-minded uh, individuals in a camping sort of community where it's very much where, you know, people are sharing stuff, like sharing food, sharing stories, um, like skill sharing. Um, there was a lot of, like, aerial stuff where people were just kind of, like, showing or not showing off but like demonstrating certain things and whatnot um which was a lot of fun um and it comes to my recommendation of um just kind of occasionally touching grass um (laughs) it's it's nice just to kind of like get out there into nature and just like be either surrounded by nature itself or like people who have come as a community just to, like, be out in nature and kind of um, come together and just, like, have a good time. So, so it was a good time. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, it's it's an event that I've gone to uh, twice now. So, um, and, you know, a couple of my friends go as well. So it's it's nice just to have, like, people that you know there. Um, but it's also nice, too, to, like, kind of just, like, randomly walk around and, like, talk to people and, you know, um, kind of, like, just stop and, like, see that, like, everybody comes from a unique, like, background. Everybody has, like, you know, their their own, like, life. I feel like sometimes we can get a little, like, siloed where we get kind of, like, main character Um, syndrome where we think we're the main character Um, where you know there's a lot of people like who have experienced things who have you know um, years of life lived that you might not have and it's always fun just like talking to those people and seeing the world from their view given you know their experience and everything So, so it was fun um I guess my main point is um go camping um or if you don't like going camping just get out in nature get out Um, there and
0: touch some grass
1: yeah throw you know um throw was on to something (laughs) about like going out there and like watching ants for like five hours and then writing a poem about it (laughs) yeah so that that's it for me
0: okay We're keeping
1: that one simple and sweet.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, We'll see who wins these nerd fights, and uh, we'll wrap these up in a uh, championship match. Uh,
1: You got to sound excited when you say championship. You got to be (laughs) like, championship. Yeah, you got to flare it up. Flare it up make make that uh that audio spike oh a little man
0: bit. i see now i want to stitch in a bunch of stone cold steve off austin like yelling at vince mcmahon speeches. i mean you yeah. can yeah <laughs> that's all on you <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all right well with that we'll see you guys next time bye-bye
1: next time